Blog Talk Radio. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Yes, God. Praise Him. You have just turned into Perfect, Perfect Kingdom, Kingdom Network. Network. Hey, you guys. I am like, uh, this This is the 1,888. 88. 88. Episode of Purpose Kingdom Network. Yes. Sir. I am your host from the Turning Point. Maureen Lee and Elder Charles Lee. We have a, a, a little, we're going to talk about marital finance. Ma- money matters, yes or no. And, and, and we would love for you guys to call in this evening because a lot of people, especially Christians, we're so scared to talk about what's going on in our lives because we've been programmed to not tell everybody your business, but sometimes it's good, especially when you're speaking to your Christian brothers and sisters, to, to be honest, out, be honest, be honest, get it out, because somebody is going through the same thing that you're going through, but you don't realize it because you, you're you an introvert, you know, mm-hmm. you don't want to talk about it, you know, and you hold everything in, but then when you find out, oh, I didn't know you did this or did that to get out of your financial problems, well, you would have knew it if you did told me about it like four or five months ago before it got real drastic, mm-hmm. to where they're sending out collection people, you're getting all these crazy letters in the mail, people telling you they're going to try to take your house, they're going to take your car. You know, they don't do all this stuff to you, but, I mean, I'm not saying go and talk to anybody about it. Okay, don't get me wrong. you got certain people that you can sit down and trust, the people that you talk to every day, your Christian brothers and sisters, you know, like, uh, and people are just, they don't think pastors have problems too. Trust me, some pastors have financial problems, some bishops have financial problems, and those are the ones that you rarely get people to talk to or they'll talk to people about it. Yeah, honey. but this is what I'm like. Like we want to give a little bit of tid- tidbit into your finances. Money is a compl- complimented concept topic for couples. Yes, it is. Trying to figure out strategies the best way to save money, the best way to spend money. And sometimes you come into a deadlock, a dead road, where neither one can can bring anything to the table, an opinion without an argument or an argument without an opinion. Amen. So we're going to try to tap on some things that we went through with marriage and finances. Yeah, and how do how do uh, or, what I'm looking for, how, how to adjust yourself to it because... We can have two people with the same problems, but we have different outcomes. Right, because he has an income more than my income. So, like I told, I can't. How I say it nicely, I can't. My my father always told me, two broke people get nowhere. <laughs> it's tight, but it's right. You know, two broke people get nowhere. Say, for instance, I might, he might like to go out to dinner. For me to save money, I cook. Well, my car might be broke down, but guess what? He know how to fix them. He's handy with his hands. Now, those two, we can make it because he's not a slouch. He's willing to work for me, get my car fixed, fixing it for me. 
and I, that's saving me a couple thousand of dollars, thousands of dollars, or him like getting off to dinner when I can cook a four course meal. That's saving us about two hundred dollars. So we can like work. But if you have nothing to offer and nothing to bring to the table, you a woman that sits home, do nothing, don't clean, cook, or do anything, barely take care of your kids, I can't even look your way. And I'm a woman wouldn't look your way, okay? So I can't expect a man to. Amen. So we got to do some things right in the Christian household. We won't have to budget our money, but first of all, we got to pay them tithes. We got to pay tithes and offerings because once you take care of God's kingdom, He's going to take care of yours. And once you bring it to the table with God, a family that prays together stays together. That husband and wife go to God before Him, and we want to talk money. We need you to show us how to save, how to budget, how to spend. Unnecessary. I don't need fifteen pair of shoes when I only need three. You can only wear one at a time. And I can't use, well, 26 pocketbooks, and I can only take, about, I would say, about four of them, for real, for real. That's overspending. Amen. I'm Amen. talking to myself. It's tight, but it's right. Amen. Amen. I'm talking to myself because I do have, like, 20-something pocketbooks and shoes to match. For what? What was I thinking? Now that I'm counting all the money I spent on a coach, Louis Vuitton, I was crazy. I must have bumped my head. Do you know how much tides that could have been? So we're going to talk about um, money matters just for no, not say yes, it does. Yeah, we we just want to talk about that a little tonight because, like I said, a lot of people are so, you know, uh, introverted to where they don't want to even talk about it. But it is a problem in the Christian homes and the homes, period, in couples, families, you know. And when we fall short, like my wife was just saying, where one person falls short, the other person should be able to fill the gap. But, you know, if, if when I fall short, there's nothing you can do, and we're going through this back and forth because there's so many families now that are breaking up because of finances. Okay? we got to sit down, you know, men and women of God, we got to sit down and we got to talk to each other. You know what I'm saying? We have to sit down and explain because my wife will tell you, I have conversations with her all the time. Sometimes they, they may get a little heated. Sometimes... It may it may not be wanted, but, you know, and then she'll reverse and have the same conversation with me and say, honey, remember when you said this and you said that? And she has to bring it back to my memories. But I tell my wife, I say, you know what? In times, we have to cut back on our spending, okay, because we want so much. But one thing that I want you guys to remember tonight, no matter what we talk about, I want you to remember where it says, Seek ye first the kingdom. Before we even talk about the finances mm-hmm. and what we need to do, because that's the reason why finances are in such a assemble now. Because it says, Seek first the kingdom of heaven, and all these things shall be added unto you. Mm-hmm. Okay? And we forget that part. And and, and how, how many of us are going through right now, and we'll say, you know, because me, me and Maureen said it. That's why we told you, as long as you guys have been knowing us, that we, we're transparent. We're not the best couple out here, but God works with us and he deals with us so we can put down and tell everybody about our experiences. But we go through, but how many of you get to a point to where you're just so fed up with bills, with medical bills, with, with, with cable, you know, with food bills and this and that, where you just say, come on, God, give me a break. 
give me a break here. Mm-hmm. Okay? And see, like most people say, I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. Well, I, I, I've said it once or twice. Three times, four times. And, and we, we said those exact words a time or two. And I will say that I would make it through this without my faith. How can you make it through anything without faith? Because you know what? You always also say a successful family, finance begins with paying honestly. Yeah. Honestly from your heart, your tithes and generously fast offerings. Offerings, tithes and offerings go together. If you don't have near money in the bank, you can clean the bathrooms, wipe the vacuum, do the windows, do the dusting, do anything in the church that will save the church some money. If you have a talent, you know how to do cameras, work those cameras. If you know how to play any instrument, do that. If you got a, a caring, ask the pastor. I, I have a ministry, and I like to do something in the caring department with the elderly. Give your time. It's not all about money. It's not all about your finances. About God wants more of you. And the more you give to him, the more he pours out on you. Amen. Amen. Because Amen. I, I got to get this right. Myself, I told my pastor this, and he can, he can tell you. I'm out the neck brace now. I had to go pick up my mom and my grandkids, but when I get back, I'm on it. Wherever you need me to be. Wherever you need me to be. I got tired of telling Pastor Toy, no, God didn't tell me this. Yes, he did. It was my disobedience that made me hard-headed. I didn't have much, but I had a voice. I had an opinion. I had a plan. But I thank God for Pastor Toy asking me, and I had to really seek thee, the kingdom of God first. Because everything she said, I was like, I ain't it. I ain't him say that. I don't think so. But obedience is better than sacrifice. Amen. Amen. And, and this is the verse I was sitting there, I was talking about earlier. Kingdom seeks seek his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. And it seems like when we when we read this verse, every time you read this verse, I think of the hymn that goes with it. It's a good song, and I truly love the verse. Having said that, when I am experiencing financial problems, the part of this verse I cling to is do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So let's stop adding what happened yesterday to the day. Mm-hmm. Amen. We have enough trouble for today. So that's why I tell, you know, and you hear, I mean, it's an earthly thing. People will say, well, I'll put off tomorrow what you can do today. Why not take care of your problems today instead of putting it off for tomorrow because tomorrow brings something brand new. Amen, a new problem. It's new a brand new problem. So let's don't have one problem that we care of to the next day that we could have taken care of that day, but we were just too lazy to go to on and it get done. it done. Amen. And now here we go. We got five more problems. We'll be like, Dad, we could have did that yesterday, and the people already told us that all we had to do was call them. But and, you know, and, honey, no, that's on. another thing. Tell them, that's another thing about these bills that, that you guys have because we've experienced it. And I've had people always tell me, oh, they're not, when I call them, nobody answers. They're not listening to me. You know what? It is so easy to call a lot of these organizations and say, look, I'm having I'm having financial difficulty right now. I can't pay this today. Okay? And be sincere about it. Don't mm-hmm. don't, don't, don't call with no, no, no BS. But the, the funny part, before I, even I do the phone calls, y'all, but I go before God. I said, Charles, pray with me to give mm-hmm. me the words to say, to talk to these people. And you should hear the things I hear. Well, Miss Lee, don't worry about it because guess what, sweetie? 
you paid two months in advance. And it's favor. And I was like, what? It's favor. I said, thank you, God, because that's what it was, favor. And before we even go any further, the ones, the couples that's out there that's listening, that's having, talking about finances, calling, come on, let's get this topic going on. And the ones that are married, that's bringing up children, teach them how to tie it with their allowance. Because if we teach them young, you won't have financial problems later. You will, you will, you know, lick away from God, but you, he know how to bring you back. Train up a child. Remember that scripture. Train up a child. And that's in finances too, paying that tithe, giving that offer, giving them that time. Amen. And we got to give them the base. We got to give them the base. If you don't give Children. them the base, they'll listen to everybody that tries to give advice. And you guys know that. You, you, got, you got an uncle. You know what I mean? That probably just got out of jail or something. He, and Come he, on. He's trying to give you his advice. And then I ain't got, paying no tithes. He got a Cadillac outside. No, no. First thing they say, I ain't paying no tithes because all that money goes to the man. Mm-hmm. And when it goes to the man, he do what he want to do with it. But see, God told me don't give no thoughts about none of that. Okay? I pay my tithes, and it's up to them. It's on their hearts, their souls, their minds, what they're going to do with that. That has nothing to do with me. I already did that what was required of me by the uh-huh. Lord. He said give the first portion of your bounty. Uh-huh, the okay. first. And if I get the first portion of my bounty and it's 10%, I shouldn't worry about I shouldn't I shouldn't worry about, you know, what they're going to do with it because that's not that's not for me to worry. But okay. you know what? I'm going to tell you Proverbs 10:22, the King James version, the blessed Blessings of the Lord make it rich and have no sorrow with it. Think about that, y'all. The blessings of the Lord make it rich and add no sorrow with it. Well, so yeah. when God blessed it, mm-hmm. no sorrow's coming behind it. And see, one thing, one thing I've had some pastors. <laughs> And, and, and uh, the pastor of, of our uh, organization here, she can, can, can find it is to where they'll tell you real quick, when you're giving offerings and you're giving tithes, you got to have somewhere for it to go. Direction. you got to have a direction. God, take these and do this, and we need to do that and do this, because you don't just walk down the street and just have a handful of money. That's right. Your seed. When you sow your seed, oh, right, your seed. you got to have right. a direction for your seed. Yeah, you can't you can't just give the seed out and just have no direction for it to go in. Mm-hmm. It has to have, what's the word I'm looking for? It has to have a route. It has to have a destination. Right. You know, and a lot of people get that, get that wrong because, like we told you a little earlier, we, we have nothing to do with tithes and offerings, but... When you give, when you sow a seed, that seed has to have a destination. And here in Matthew, Matthew one, no, Matthew six, thirty-one and thirty-four. Okay. It says, "So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear?'" For the pagans ran after these things, and the heavenly Father knows, you know. He knows what you need. But seek ye, seek ye 
his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. When are we just saying that? Mm-hmm. Let's stop putting something off today because we can do it tomorrow because we're tired. You know, God's tired too. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's tired of us giving excuses. Yes, yes. And see, see a lot of people don't understand God is the, is the type of God that will sit up there. He would not force you to do anything. And I told my wife when I was a young minister, I used to get mad at that. God forced me because I make some silly mistakes. You know what I mean? So I want you I want you to, you know, not force me, but direct me a little forcefully. You know, he give you a choice. He said, I want to I want Charles Lee, I want to see which way you're going to go. We have a caller on the air. Good evening. Praise the Lord, my brother and sister. <laughs> this is Evangelist Tree, and I'm enjoying the show tonight. I just wanted to call in and just encourage people who's listening, going through with their finances. This word is so good. It really is. And I think about how, you know, sometimes people feel so bad because they don't have to give. But you made a good point, Marie. You were saying how you can give other ways. You can give your time. You know, you can witness. You can show people love. That's a way of tithing, too. And I think about, too, how that woman, she, I believe she's a widow, and she gave all that she had. It didn't say that with her tithe. She gave what she had. And God honored that. You know why? Because her heart was right. Her yeah. heart was right. And so many times people, a lot of ministers and pastors beat people up because they don't tithe and give. But sometimes they can't. But even in that, God honors their heart. And that's why we have to pray for people who don't know how to tithe yet because they're not – we used to be there. You know, we have to be honest. We wasn't always a tither. We wasn't always a giver. But when we get close to God, God changes our heart to want to do that, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so many times, too, so many times, too, we as believers, we get so caught up in what it seems like the world is prospering, right? It's like they don't even serve God, but they have all this. They have that. It's like they have no cares in the world. But I think about that scripture, we're proper to man to gain the whole world lose their soul. Yeah, you man. know, but we as believers, we might not have all that wealth, but we have God, right? And having God is everything, everything. But I just want to call in y'all and just encourage you guys. Y'all doing a, a good show tonight, and to God be the glory, and he's blessing you too. I want to encourage you too, both of y'all right now, in the name of Jesus. God got something great coming your way, y'all. Oh, God. Ooh, God's going to bless y'all mightily. And I cannot wait to hear y'all testimony. Hey, God. Oh, God. Oh, God, I thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, you're worthy. Hallelujah. You're worthy. Oh, God. Oh, God, we praise you, Lord. God's going to do it for y'all. Y'all be encouraged and watch God. Watch him. I'm telling you, watch him. Hallelujah. Yes. We're holding on. We're holding on. This obedience thing, it's easier than I thought it would be. Because Pastor Toya tell you, I'm one to tell you, I ain't hear that. I ain't hear <laughs> I'll say no quickly. But when I became obedient unto God, that's when a lot of things changed, like when my grandson died. He said, get out of bed. I ain't say you're going to stay here. I ain't say you wasn't going to be miserable. I didn't tell you you wasn't going to cry. I didn't tell you you wasn't going to go through. But what I need you to do is hold on to my hand, and I'll carry you. Changing hand. You know, he carried me, and he's carrying me, and I'm grateful. I am so grateful. Me and Pastor Toy, my my motto is, 
I'm sitting on the seat of expectation because God has something great. And I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. But if my neighbor get it, yay, my neighbor got it. My coming. I'm happy for my neighbor because they received it. But if I can't be happy for my brothers and sisters, mine is never going to come. I got to be happy for them. Amen. I got to be grateful. Amen. But Evangelist Trina, I really appreciate it. When, my, when Charles brought me the topic, I was like, you know what, yeah, because that's what we've been talking about, like blessing our, our finances. Because, like I told you, I just brought my mother down here, and I want her to have her own her own room close to the bathroom because my mother was living in Philly and she wasn't getting out the bed because she didn't feel comfortable enough to walk to to amen, the bathroom amen. or to the potty. But since she's been here with me, she gets out her bed. By Hallelujah. Herself. Walks by herself to the by bathroom. Herself. Glory. Walks from the bathroom to her chair by herself. And she's doing awesome. And I tell her, Mom, I'm proud of you. Tell, tell her offspring seen that and say, say, Mom, you're doing good. Why are you doing so good down there? She said, because the people down here love us. Yeah, she said, my they son me. got me my my brace for the toilet, got me the bar on the side. So she comfortable with pushing up on that bar and everything on one floor. So I want to give her her own little area. And I said, God, we looked at a house today. I said, bless our finances, Father, because my mom needs this. She has her own room, and my grandkids, I have their room. And Purpose Kingdom, I have somewhere to come for a retreat. You yes, hear me? Will. Yes, they will. They come on. How I many I mean, acres is this place? 16 got? acres of land, you 16, guys. 16.9 acres of land, so. People can pay to hunt. It's Y'all a can hunt. It's a lot we can do on that. But, but you know, we, we just, we we so elated about my mother-in-law being there. Mm-hmm. She has freedom now. And, see, that's what, you know, God loves to see that when we take care of our elderly. elderly my mother you know, is my older, you know, child. And, and they, you know, a lot of people we see just they want to put them in homes and rest homes. And, I came know. to Philly, and my husband drove 14 hours straight. straight to go get my mommy. And we stopped on our way back to a hotel because I knew he was tired. But he went, he said, let's go get your mom. Yeah. And I was like, you sure? He said, yeah, you took care of my father, so let's go get your mother. I was like, a God at the, a man at the God's own heart, because he didn't hesitate. He didn't, stop, he didn't stop. He didn't skip a letter. He said, let's pack up. Let's do this. Yeah, let's go. And we went and got my mom, and she told me, she said, I'm content, baby girl. I said, you content? She said, That's my, I'm so content. No, 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 no we, we got to give them the run back. She's eating three meals a day with two snacks. <laughs> You know, she she, she eats her breakfast, her lunch, and her dinner, and two snacks. And when she craves for something, <laughs> I'll do it. She craves for a blueberry pie. Guess what, y'all? I put my foot in it. Yeah, you put two feet in it. <laughs> and now she wants a deep apple. So next week, me and my daughter, Laura, are going to be on a FaceTime together. And she's going to be making her, her, her pie for her new apartment. And I'm going to be making a pie for my family. So God's been good. And that's why I'm telling y'all. When you start talking what's going on in your marriage, and most of the time your argument is about money. Yeah. If you put God first, everything will be added unto you. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Morning. when I did this, uh, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> what's, what's the pastor's topic last week? 
Yeah, uh, uh, he said sometimes life just be lifing. Like, yup, sometimes life be lifing. He said so when, when when it comes and things start going bad, that's life. Mm-hmm. Deal with it. That's life. life. That's life. He said life be lifing. And you know, he is so right you because don't always it's have just life. You always have control. It's doing what yeah. it do. It's up, up to us how we handle it. Yeah, it's not who we are, where we are, or, you know, what city we live in, what kind of job we have. Life just be lifing. But put God first, you're living. <laughs> Come on. And like I told you, Matthew six thirty one through 34, it says, but the most important of this verse is, but seek first him. Yep, seek the Father. See, and we, we, we've been saying this so long since we've been on the air about, you know what I mean, just putting God first in everything that you do. I mean, everything that you do. Because sometimes, you know, and as long as I've been in the ministry, every, every once in a while my wife got to shake me up. She said, honey, you know, you, you worried about this and you worried about that, but you forget who you are in Christ. I sure do. And, and, and that's why God has her there, you know, because anybody that knows when, it, when it's, uh, um, Purpose Kingdom first started We had a joke about her Because we were talking about When God took a rib From Adam to give Eve And I called it a spare rib So way back uh, Nine, ten years ago They called her my spare rib So now she has her own identity Amen <laughs> You know, there's no more spare rib She the whole rib <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, but sometimes he, he get blown away And I tell him in a heartbeat I say, honey, look, we gonna, this too shall pass. Yes. We're going to have to weather this storm because God got us in the storm for a reason. Yes. What the purpose and reason is, I don't know, but guess what? I'm not going to worry about it. But you know what we said about the storms. The storms come, that's just like I said years ago, if any of you guys remember, about gold. Gold has to be put under some intense fire mm-hmm. for it to come out shiny. The potter's house. For it to come out shiny and be rich gold, it has to be under heat. But see, see, a lot of people don't realize. Big on my mommy going to the bathroom by herself, y'all. But like I said, a lot of people don't realize why these trials and tribulations are coming because God is lining us up. Mm-hmm. Something greater. Something greater than than, than than we can handle right now. What's that song say? The devil peeps into no get that question. He peeps into your future. Okay, well wait a minute, granddaughter. Wait a minute. But I, I want to remind you guys again that you're listening to Purpose Kingdom Network, and this is the turning point. And and, and we come on as much as we can because there's so many things. And when God gave me this title, He was saying that you know what, a lot of people you need to bring to their attention that this is real. This finance thing is real, and from what I was doing, I was doing uh, uh, some 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 research on it, and they say 23% of couples in the U.S. have broke up because of money. That ain't you know that ain't what I read in the Bible about breaking up because of money. They, they said for better or worse, and so when you broke, that's the worst part. Amen. But it will get better. Trust now, me. Now, if you break up for money, what you gonna break up for? So, if, if I don't never be able to use my legs again and you got to push me around in a wheelchair mm-hmm. or, or you got to fix me food, you know, because when my wife came out of the hospital, we t- we spoke about this before. She had a uh, neck brace on for four months. So while she had that neck brace on, I was like, no, her, no, you got to give the intensity. Four months, 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. No taking it off to sleep. 
no taking it off to eat, wash up, take baths. I had to have that thing on. I could not wipe myself right. But God gave me a man named Charles Lee. When I tell you he took care of me. That's my job. He took care and cooked me meals. I I didn't know he can cook. Fried turkey wings, fried fish, baked this, baked that. I'm talking after almost 30 years of marriage. He didn't cook like, he'd do breakfast, but tur- fried turkey wings? Man, and, my man. And what? They, said, they seen him when we took mama, 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 yes. Thought, no, they thought that was chicken. I said, that's yes. not chicken. I said, that's turkey. They said, turkey wings fried like that? I yes. But he did his thing. Look. But like I said, again, this thing is real because, see, I have no problem doing that because I knew where I was supposed to step in and what my job was because... Even with the neck brace on and when it came off, she's still, she's in a transitional period to where her neck has to get strong. But you know what? God made me like that physically and mentally to know that there ain't no shame in my game. Amen. Say it. I'll sit up and, you know, I had a man say, oh, well, you, you cooking, you doing this, you doing that. I said, you know what? Don't worry about what I'm doing. I'm doing what keeps my family together and keep them strong. Amen. Because, you know, you, you, you hear the the worldly phrases that they say, happy wife, happy life. But, you know, we all want to be happy, okay? I just stepped in where I know I needed to be, and if anything happened to me, and I get sick, if I get a cold, my wife is all over me. I can't move out of the bed. She wants to give me tea with lemon and honey and all this. Sometimes I just got to get up and get away from her because <laughs> I'll be telling her, I'm okay. No, you're not. You can barely talk. And But, see, that's the love that grows over the years. And see, people don't understand that. You don't get that after being married a year. So don't get mad because you guys now got five and ten years in and you're still trying to find yourself. Okay? Finances will come and break up some of the tightest marriages. Yes. Because the woman be like, I thought you was, and you turned out to be different, and then it's vice versa. Man might say the same thing. When we first got together, you wanted to work. Now we together, you don't want to work because you want me to do all the work. You know, it's not who working and who not working. We're going to do this thing together. Mm-hmm. You ever you ever try to walk through a door together? You both ain't fitting, right? So we're going to have to follow one. And when I go through the door, I want you to be right on my heels and vice versa. If she go through the door, I'm right on her heels. But the thing is, is I'm there. No matter how tough it got, how rough it got, I still wasn't ready to give up. Amen? Come on. Because it, it, it took a long time to get this, this this set mindset because we have so many people now, they get a little trouble and they're ready to run for the hills. Why are you running for the hills now? But it's not it's not really bad yet. But the, you know what I tell people? Just because you have a small situation that can come bad, it all depends on how you react. Yes. If you reacting, that don't mean I have to react. Why you reacting, actually Charles will tell you, I just look at them, and I be praying, okay, God, you're going to work this thing out because I'm ready to knock them upside the head. And reverse, he's ready to knock me upside my head. But sometimes he don't let his emotions show, so I have to go by his action because he do, he get real like, okay, the, the cable bill came. Why are cable so high? I said, baby, let me be honest, I don't shop, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do half the things women do. I like watching my black and white movies. 
I like watching the religious movies, Ten Commandments, Noah's Ark, Samson. I like movies. So that's what makes me happy. Yeah, I told you, this is real. This it's is real. real. And if you out there and, and you can sit up there and you can say, you know, I go through the same thing, call in mm-hmm. and, and, and just, just talk to us and, and let us know what's going on because we're not the only one that want to hear it. There's a lot of people out there going through the same thing you went through and maybe something that you say may, you know, brighten and lighten their world today because, like I said again, this thing is real. Mm-hmm. This is nothing that you've seen on TV. It's happening to you right now. Yep. You got people down there, don't eat right right now, probably ain't got enough money to go buy groceries. Okay, but it's okay because God brought you this far and he ain't going to bring you this far to leave you. Amen. Okay. And if you don't have enough money to buy groceries, trust and believe. Get in touch with Pastor Toy. If, do we have anybody that can tell them where food banks at? That we are show you if you in Georgia, I can show you where to go. Yeah. Call me if you in Philadelphia. It's somebody there that can show you. They got places that will help you with utilities. Mhm. You know, and it's something you can do. But couples out there that's just starting, just getting married, just getting financially stable, we're telling you have a conversation. Don't yeah. try to hide money. Mm-mm. Just be honest with it. If you believe God sent you this man or woman, you can have an honest conversation about your finances, your goals, where you at now and where you want to go. I tell my girl, you got to have a, a vision board. Make a vision board unto God. Tell God your plans and see if those are the plans he wanted you to have. Because God don't bless no mess, okay? No, he don't. No, he don't. He do not bless no mess. But if you honestly give it to him with your whole heart, mind, body, and soul, he will bless whatever you touch. And and, and doing doing my research, morning, it says, you know, you know, twenty percent of couples stay because of money. Oh wow! You you gotta say, I mean, that, that that's a deep sentence right there. Twenty three percent of couples stay together because of money. Okay, now, now, see, see, now, now we're dealing in something that that has to be counseled, because I didn't say that I still love you. I'm just staying here because it would be financially better for me to stay here. That is deep, because see, you got to work on that. Because I don't want to stay here and use nobody, you know. And then if I'm staying because of finances, why did I first come here in the first place? Why do we get married? Finances? No. That's just like we tell most couples now, no matter where you live at, if you want to live in something nice, nice house, it takes two to tangle. You know, you may have a husband or wife that is making, you know, six, seven figures, but, you know, it's always a downside to everything. Everything. Everything is a downside to it. But you know what? If you have me there having your back, I may not be making as much money as you're making, but I'm making enough to cover the bills that I can cover, and that's taking bills off of you. And that's what I'm saying. You've got to be a team. You got. You can't have a lazy man while you work and sit home and do nothing. But if you had that man sitting home and he's making sure the house is organized, making sure daycare with your children are done, and that way y'all don't have to pay daycare, that's a blessing. But if you have a man sitting home drinking beer, drinking wine all day long, on not phone, providing, in and out. playing the games, not doing nothing for you, 
dinner not even ready, dishes, the house a mess, that's, that, we're going to have to have a conversation. And the same way around, she not doing nothing. You coming home from a stressful day, you can't even get a meal, it's a problem. Yeah, and what's that, what's that phrase, Maureen, that men usually tell us? And it just eats me up to the core. I had to watch my kids. I had to babysit my kids. You had to do what? You had to babysit. Those are your kids, okay? If you can watch them a couple hours during the day while your wife goes out and, and bring the bread in, you may go out that night and work. She may work during the day. You may work during the night or vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It could be vice versa. Maybe he can work during the day, you work at night. It doesn't make a difference, but you're contributing. You're contributing to this thing called finances. And Amen. from what I've been studying and looking up, finances is really knocking out in America 20 to 40% of all divorces. So every 10 marriages, at least four of them end in divorce because of finances. Because you, you're scared to have a conversation. Talk. You have to talk. If you in church, I tell you, the most way to, to bless your tithes is bless the house of God. And the man of God. Bless the man or woman of God that's feeding you, getting your nourishment. That's the whole key, you guys. And, and tithes, Especially if you're a married couple, yeah. your strength comes from the Father. And if the Father blessing you, you should be a blessing to others. Amen. Amen. But, but Point blank, you know, period. You know, it's just, to me, tithes is, is, is a thing that keeps giving. The more you give it, God will sit up and he will establish your household. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of people don't understand that. That's why they say, I don't know, I got paid. The reason you're having financial trouble in your household right now, a lot of people are skipping tithes. Mm. Okay? And when God made that so plain, give the first bounty, first 10% bounty, that comes in your house. I'm going to just give them this. So, if you got that attitude, keep it. So I know I know people that just really don't really know what to do, so they'll give the 10% of their first bounty. Somebody might get a prize check, they get 10% of that because they're not sure. So see, cover all bases. No matter what money comes in, mm-hmm. give 10% of it. That way nobody's going to hold you accountable for anything. I don't care if... if, if you know, me and Maureen had it to somebody had owed us some money, and I told Maureen, I said, even just to be careful in the street and everything about that we do, even if they come, somebody owes us five, $600, give 10% of them, because that's still money that's coming back to you. Mm-hmm. And it's probably money that you took out of your first bounty after the 10% came out. But, see, I still want to get blessed, and I want to bless the house of God mm-hmm. by just giving it. Because nobody told me I had to give it. I told me I had to give it. But I also thought, I said, you know what, honey, I'm going to keep it 100. I said, God, if you if we get a blessing that's crazy, I can't wait to give that cashier's check to our church. And the second check will be going to Purpose Kingdom Network. And that's how I feel because these things, this show right now is reaching so many people Amen. that we can be a blessing to. And I know Pastor Toy and Brother Rob and everybody that's on the board want to make sure it gets to where it got to go. But being a blessing to somebody, yeah. that, that's like, that that makes me happy just helping somebody. 
Yeah. And yeah. my husband, no, that's how I've always been this way. Mm-hmm. People say, huh, I, on Facebook, I had someone just ask me this. I was re- on your Facebook page. I thought you said you had seven daughters. I said, I do. She said, well, only like 15 of them saying mom. And you have sons? I said, no, I don't have sons, but I have got But all these boys saying, hey, mom, hey, mom. Mm-hmm. I Happy said, I'm birthday. a mother of many. And everybody that you see call me mom, I'm a blessing to them because I might not have a lot of money, but I have a lot of information and wisdom. Amen. And I don't care if you're a boy on the corner. I'm going to tell you, hey, boo, get over here and talk to me. What's going on? Give me some love. What's up? Let's have a conversation. Why are you on this corner? Come on, baby. I know. Let me see that report card. Bring that report card back to me. So you got to be a a person of people after God's own heart. He was a people person. He was with the robbers, the thieves. Come on now. The adulterers. It didn't make a difference. An introvert. Mm -hmm. He had a lot of people around him, and he didn't distinguish one from the other. He loved them all equally. The prostitutes to the whore. He loved them all equally. Yep, and he treated them all the same. They left their jobs to follow Christ. So if they can do it back then, we can do it now. And we just got to trust God in the purpose and the way he walked with us. If he can walk with us, guess what, y'all? If he can walk with you, just just be obedient to God. That's my son. He brought us some dinner. Okay. But we've got to be obedient to God. Amen? Amen. And, Maureen, listen to this. Philippians 4.19 says, and my God will meet all. All. Wait a minute. Let me look at that word. Does it say some? Nope. What does it say? All. It says he will meet all of your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Amen. And I just my, my son to tell you, that's the first thing I would tell him. Don't get upset. It's God's plan. Pray about it. Just pray about it. No matter what the situation, how your finance look, I'd rather struggle with my family than struggle by myself. Amen. You know, and Amen. I know when I got my family, the family that prays together. That's what we got to do more say, of. God will meet your needs. Stay together. Needs. I trust in him to provide our needs. Amen. Our wants are something else entirely different. Come on. If you think that Bible verses for financial help, you will help you get you everything you want and turn to God in prayer, mm-hmm. you got a problem. You got you got you most definitely do. God will always give you what you need. Sometimes the stuff that you want is not for what you want right now. See, God's delay is not a no. It's no. just a delay. The only thing to stop it is how you react when he slow it up. And the only reason why he he slows it up for me because he don't feel as though you're ready for it. Yeah. Husband and wives, you not be ready for the house that God has for you. Don't mean you're not going to get it. It means you're not ready right now. So he's preparing you for something that you're not ready for right now. That's why you're going through certain things in your life right now. He might want something bigger for you. You want something mighty Yeah. Mediocre. God said you have not because you asked not. So, So if you want something... Don't mediocre to him and say, God, I want a house with two bedrooms. 
If you got five children, you don't need a house with two bedrooms. Amen. God, God, I need a five bedroom house and four baths. Write it down and make it plain. Put it and put it down and tell him exactly what you want. Cause I can't say, cause he does that. God don't read minds, but he ain't gonna read your mind. But he's not gonna force you to say it. Yup. And that's, you know what you need. On. If you know what you need, you you go to him. Tell him how I don't. I do that, babe. Charles asked me. I said, baby. I want enough land for my girls to build their house on. She did. I want my swimming pool. I want each one of my grandkids to have a room and my mother. And you want with them a all swimming to be pool. together in the same area. In the same, and guess what, y'all? I, when I looked at that house today, each one of my grandkids, my grandkids going to have their own room and my mother. And it's enough land for each one of my children to build a house. Sixteen acres. And it's still enough room for people to pay me to go hunting on my land with the swimming pool. Amen. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, my God, I love this house. I love it. I love it. But I don't know if that's the one God has for me. I know what I want. That's why we got to see. See, God's going to give us our needs. That's right. If that's what he figured that we need to bring this family together in one place, God will provide. But if he don't, he has another ram plan in the bush. for me. He has another ram in the bush. And whatever his plan is, I'm a be obedient. Yeah. Because because we know that that he's not going to give us anything that we don't need. Amen. Amen. One minute, you guys. I got this out for my mom real quick. But but I just I just love the way that he he has us situated, and and now that we're we're getting to this financial thing. We talk to a lot of people and a lot of couples, you know, that are going through. And like we're saying tonight, we want you to call in. And here we go. The number again is 319-527-6091. And if you want to ask a question, make a comment, press 1. Once you press 1, they'll bring you in on the board. But, you know, you know, and this is not going to be the last time we're going to talk about finances. So it's a lot of things that, that's going on. But we want everybody to, you know, lay your hands on the table because God knows, he knows what's going on in your life. I don't. That's why I'm just opening myself up to let you know, even if, even if you call into the, you know, in the Purpose Kingdom, ask them a question or whatever, they will go in and say, okay, they'll get with us and say, okay, we had this question come in, we had that question come in. And... They'll get the question to us, mm-hmm. and we'll address it maybe next time we're on the air. But we, we need to let you know that we're with you guys, okay? And there's nothing under the sun that you're going through that we haven't seen or haven't went through or going through, you know, because every day, and it already told you, every day is a, is a new day with problems, but you got to give it to God. And once you, once you give it to him, he already knows exactly when it happened, what happened, and what's going to take place afterwards. But God likes a conversation. Mm-hmm. He likes to talk to his children. Okay? He don't like you to sit around all closed mouth. Closed mouth don't get that. Say it again. Amen. Say it again. You got, you got to realize that because we can sit around and, you know, how many times you heard people say, God knows my heart? Mm-hmm. God knows your heart, but he also knows what you need, and he knows that you got to go boldly to the throne and ask for it. How many people today are tired of just being tired with bad finances? That's why we got to go to God and ask him, God, I've been making some bad decisions. You know why? 
because I haven't been putting you in them. Now I need to go on and put you in my decisions mm-hmm. to where I know that this is what you want me to do. Amen? You know, and, but. and once again, I want to remind you guys that you're listening to Purpose Kingdom Network. This is the turning point with Maureen Lee and Elder Charles Lee. And we just, we're so excited about bringing this thing because when God gave it to us, it was just like, you know, after I showed it to my wife and she said, yeah, we have to start talking about that. And um, you want to do we have any, um, any callers? We're going to do the, uh, the caller salvation, and then we're going to have announcements, however Brother Rob want to do it or pass the toy. Amen, amen. Okay, go to the next. Brother Robert's Pastor Toy on? Uh, yes, you can go ahead and do the call of salvation, and um, I'll go ahead and do the announcements right after. Amen, amen. We hope tonight something that we said sparked a fire in you either want you to get your finances straight. But you already heard when we said, first seek ye the kingdom of God, and all these things shall be added unto you. First off, you're going to have to take God for what he did for us when he sent his only begotten son to die on the cross for us, for our salvation. And once you take him as your personal savior, then we would like for you to Go and just, I mean, if you got to call your call your favorite girlfriend or call your mom or dad and say, Dad, Mom, guess what I did tonight? I accepted Christ in my heart. And by doing that, I'm a new creature in Christ. All things. All things are passed away and, and, and new things, they're here. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is you have to accept the kingdom of God first because that is the basis. Okay, for making it in this world today. We can't sit up and listen to man and, and let man tell you this is that, this is that way, because man will fail you every time. only mm-hmm. thing I know that God can do is fail. That's the only he thing can he never can tell a lie. And once you get all this and you accept him as, you know, accept his son as your personal savior, and then we want you to get into a, a church, Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, teaching church that will have you to where you can further yourself in the knowledge of Christ. And, and it's just, I mean, it's just that easy. But see, one thing me and my wife always told people all the years we've been in ministry, once you do this, it's, it's not like things are going to start smoothing out and getting easy. Because now the devil see you, oh, that's another one of uh, them, them Christ people. <laughs> and Jesus people. <laughs> so, so, so now you got a target on your back. But you know what? God will never forsake you. He'll never leave you. So he's going to be right there through all the trials and tribulations mm-hmm. that you're going through. But he said they only come to make you strong. And that's what you have to remember. You know, as you know, God died. And he rose. He came, he died, and he rose in that order. For your sins, went to hell and took the keys from to, from Satan to, from, to death. Come on, you can't ask for a better father than that. He sent his only begotten son for us. And all we asking you to do is believe it. 
Yes, be a believer. Be a believer. Life will be a little easy, I'm telling you. Yeah, you be Grief will come. You're going to go through a little bit, but guess what? You'll look back and say, you know what? I wish I could be where they are. They're not seeing what we're seeing. They're not seeing a lot of the violence that we're going through right now. Philadelphia to Detroit to Pittsburgh, people are really, people are going through. Two-year-old, three-year-old, people are going through. But we got to trust in the almighty God. So so we got to gird ourselves in this thing and and know that God is not playing. This thing is not, like we said earlier, not just financing, this thing called life. Life be lifing. Yeah, and it's going on every day. But, see, we can't turn a blind eye to it because it's right there in our face. Amen? Yup. So, Brother Rock, can we uh, get the announcements at this time? Uh, Yes. We're going to do the announcements. This is the Product Purpose Kingdom Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode, no matter where in the world you are. Whether you're listening to us online or via phone, we greatly appreciate your listenership and support for us here at Purpose Kingdom Network. And we also thank those that share with their friends and family members, letting them know that Purpose Kingdom Network is on the air. Anytime we do a live broadcast, we're broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And anytime you want to hear any one of the hosts or um, you want to speak with them, you just press the number one. If you want to hear any of our past shows, you can go into the same website, www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom, and simply type in the host name or the show name. You can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. We also invite you to like us on our Facebook page, which is at Facebook, uh, which is a Purpose Kingdom at Facebook. We can see our upcoming shows and advertisements, and from time to time we do make major announcements on the social media pages as well as others. We're also on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom. If you want to send us a correspondence through email, you can uh, write to us at PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com where you can send your comments, questions, concerns, simply say hello, or just give us a praise report, and uh, we'd be glad to hear from you. Also, if you need a Bible, just leave your contact information, and we'll see about getting your Bible. Uh, we do have pkn.com where you can hear 24 hours of music inspiration. Please check it out. Also, tomorrow evening, with God's will and God's blessing, please join us back here at the 9 p.m. hour for a little talk with Jesus, and that's going to be hosted by Evangelist Trina Lindsay Harrison. And once again, with God's will and God's blessing, we'll be joining us back here tomorrow evening at the 9 p.m. hour for a little talk with Jesus, and that's going to be hosted by uh, evangelist Trina Lindsay Harrison. So please uh, don't forget to rejoin us tomorrow evening. Okay, with that being said, that's going to be the end of the announcements. And i uh, turn the show back over to the Lees. Amen, amen. Thank you again, Brother Rob. Uh, like I said, we can't stress any more about how serious these things are because because we gave you the statistics a little earlier about how many families and, and couples are breaking up because of this thing. And all we have to do is just pray about, you know, worry about nothing and pray about everything. Yes. Amen. And, and we have to really start praying over our finances. And, and one thing you don't need to do, because if we pray and we trust God, we don't have to do this every week. The same prayer. Amen. The same prayer. We don't have to go through Yeah. How many of you, you guys went to church and you got the same person come on every, every, every Sunday Asking for the same prayer. You know, I need my body healed. I need this. You left last week 
And that was supposed to happen, but see, it's not going to happen on my favor. It's going to happen on your favor. Activate your faith. So, so it, it's like you know, it, it's, it's real crazy to sit up, and we know so many people because we went through it. So many people are going through this thing for real. You know, that's why we want to make this a little series. Next time we come on, we're still going to be talking about finances because people are going to still be going through. Amen. Anybody going to have no drastic change over the next week or month? God does stuff gradually, okay, because if he threw it all at you once, you wouldn't be too appreciative. Amen. So he has to give it to you a little at a time to show you that, you know, I am the God of Joseph, Jacob, Moses, all that. I am the God that helped them back then, and what he did for them, he can do for you the same thing. This is just a different era. That's all it is. You know, Abraham had many sons. Yes, he did. So we have to stay, stay on who God is. We got to hold on to the rope. When that rope starts to break, reach beyond that break. Because yes. God don't let our hand go. We let his go. Amen. And when he send people to help you, Amen. trust and believe. Let them, that person know, I appreciate your help. Because sometimes God has a blessing through other people. And you just got to watch, watch, watch as well as pray, and let yeah. God send who he needs to send to enhance your life. And you have to pray. Pray about anybody that comes upon you and talk about it, they're going to help you mm-hmm. too. Because sometimes you have people praying against you more than praying for you. Okay, so, so, so really look at what things are going on and be, you know, diligent about who you let in your household, who you let around your kids, and what your kids watch. Okay, there's so many TV programs now that, that is not of God. Me, me and my wife, we can't even talk about them. I mean, you know, you got you got people getting their own channels now because they have so many of this diversity on on, on the, the, the TV now to where you see people doing this and doing that, and then all of a sudden you look and you see the, see the wrong people hugging and kissing. Amen. You know, and I'll just, I'll leave it, I'll leave it at that. You, you guys can fill in the blanks, you know. And this is what your children are watching. This is what your children are watching. So make sure that, you know, you look at what they're watching because, you know, and we're going to go back to the the title of the show, Money Matters, Yes or No. So at this point, you should know if money matters in your household or not. And right now, we want to sit up and have a prayer for you about your finances because finances – goes around and it can you know, make you or break you yes it can but see don't let finances come in between you and your spouse don't let it do it because one thing that the devil does he always gets you and he comes to your weakest point and i'm i'm saying that from experience he gets you at your weakest point whatever you desire whatever sit there and it aches you that's what he comes at so so if it's affection the way you're doing your maid if it's finances the devil's going to be in the middle and Ms. Elder Lee is telling y'all from, because his pet peeve is his finances. And I tell him, here, I told you about the, uh, I don't do this and I don't do that. And then his next complaint was, why the T-Mobile bill so high? I said, honey, because you got two tab. I have two tablets. He has one, I have one. Two tablets, five phones. And five phones. What you think the bill going to be? Like, <laughs> 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 And the kids need a phone for an emergency. 
You know, we didn't pay for the tablets. We just paid for the service. And let me lead them with uh, Luke 6, 38, <laughs> because people are wondering what God is going to do for you. Come on, tell them what he can do. Luke 38 says, And then we'll be uh, off the air. Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. So, you know, you wonder why these people walking around that's not in church with you all the time, and they're always getting, you know, things are going good in their life, and you wonder, but see, the thing is, I met I met some people that they believe in God, they call themselves Christians, but they don't do anything to show that they're Christians, but they're givers. They're givers. They're big givers. I'm, I'm talking about they see people, and they go to church, they give like $2,000. They get God loves a, a cheerful, cheerful giver. giver. So, see, in 2023, be a cheerful giver. Don't worry about tomorrow because it's going to take care of itself. Amen? Mm-hmm. We're telling you from experience, you guys, give God open-heartedly his 10% or more. Yeah, I would give more. If you don't have your finances the way you want it to be, give up your time. If you can't give up your time in your church, give it in the community. Go to the nursing homes, to the shelters. Be a blessing to somebody else that's better off than you. Okay? Just be a blessing. Do what God would do. What would Jesus do? And watch Jesus, their favor come in your life. watch it come your way. Watch the favor. The favor will come in your life. And just like my wife said, when she called these people, everybody talking, everybody talking about what they're saying, they're not doing this. But when she called them, she gets a whole different story. Mm-hmm. Oh, Miss Lee, we want to tell you that, it, I mean, we're so ready to do this and do that, and we're sorry that that happened to you, but what we want to do, we want to give you a discount. We want to do this. Mm-hmm. We want to go on and straighten this thing out for you. But my pastor once told me, and I'm going to tell you, Pastor Whitaker, he said, if I come into your neighborhood, mm-hmm. what would they say about you? Yep. What would your neighbors say about you? And he did say, it. Tell them how he did it. He came to North Philly on 27th Street. He talked to my neighbors. We didn't even know he was there that day. No. And they nope. told him, oh, no, the leads will give you anything they have and how many people we take in. And that's what God tells It's like that's what's in my spirit. And my husband never, like, bucked up against it. Mm-mm. He will come home and see women on the floor with children because that's the kind of heart God gave me. And I, I'm grateful to a man that appreciates who I am in Christ. I might not knew who I was supposed to be, but now I'm not running anymore. So I said I'm giving you a plea. If you have uh, something in your life that you hate seeing, most of the time that's your gift. If you hate seeing needy children, be a, be a blessing to that child, a teenager, a boy that don't have a parent, don't have a mom or lost his dad. Be that parent to that child. Amen. You don't have a mother, but you know a lot of mothers in the church that can use your love. Give that love to that person. Just be a giver, not just a taker. But Be a doer of the word. One thing I found out about integrity, integrity is not doing something in front of people. It's doing something to help people when nobody's looking. Amen. That's integrity. Amen. I could go on and on, but, babe, it's 9 o'clock. My baby so got to eat so soon. I was just having fun. All right. Um, this is the turning point. Purpose Kingdom Network, like we said earlier, it was the 